This is What the Finance. Welcome back to What the Finance. I know our voices sound a little different today. Matt and Eddie are out of the office, so we're hijacking the podcast. Welcome to the Brit Mar Show. I'm Marissa. And I'm Brittany. Um, <laughs> I am the producer of these podcasts and all of the video content you see on our social media. And I'm just the office manager at Willow. So uh, today we're going to talk about the nine most important things you should know about personal finance because we're super qualified because we work here. And we're tired of seeing those boring lists like you see on BuzzFeed and Reddit. So we decided to do one of our own that's a little more interesting. It's true. Uh, You want to get us started? I'll get us started. So obviously personal finance is not rocket science. All you need is a solid plan and the commitment and discipline to stick with whatever you are financially wanting to do for your future. That was great. Yeah. It's a pretty simple concept. That was great. So the second point that you should make is you should always start early. Eddie has a saying, and he always says, um, the best time to plant a tree is yesterday. The next best time is today. If you sit and wait to start saving, you miss out on the opportunity to compound. And uh, we should actually start saving the day you start your first job. And if you miss that day, you should start today. Also, set some goals. If you don't set some goals early, then you won't know where you're going. So your future really depends on how well you figure out your goals and plan them out. That's true. Um, We actually do goal setting here in the office, which is cool. We challenge each other to kind of stick to it. Yeah, our monthly goals are actually work sometimes. Actually, what were were your goals last month? (laughs) My goals last month were to get some more clients and users for our team goal. My personal goal, was to not eat out only five times if I'm paying so somebody else can buy me a meal um, and that doesn't count and then my personal work goal was to get at least 20 accounts opened on my own and I accomplished every single one of them there we go so So setting goals really does help kind of push you toward whatever you're trying to get done Uh, the fourth point about personal finance is budgeting Um, a lot of times we hate the word budget because we think you you can't spend any money but budgeting is actually super important if you don't know how much money you have or where your money's going you kind of spend haphazardly yeah like a budget's a huge deal so definitely i actually definitely stick to it i actually started actually like legitimately budgeting about two months ago it's actually i found it's easier for me to save money now that i know that Oh, I don't need to spend money on food every single day it costs so much. <laughs> yeah, when you for me, money. it's hard to budget, but like my last um, month's personal goal, like only now five times if I pay, like was a good way to start budgeting because some families I know like do eat out a lot. That's true. Yeah. And um, if you if you just sit down and look and look at all the ways you're, you're spending, analyze your spending, you will see at least three significant, significant surprises on your spending. Which is the average. So the next point is a little common sense to me, but not to everybody. So spend less than what you make. Sounds easy, but isn't in this easy credit consumer driven world. So a lot of people do live beyond their means, but try to save at least 15% of your income. I think this is a huge point because a lot of people are living in debt from overspending. That's true. And uh, in saving 15% of your income, make sure you, you save before you start spending. Pay yourself first. Um, if you, you can't spend the money that you don't see, if you can arrange to have your savings deducted from your paycheck, 
via the 401k plan or direct deposit into a brokerage account, you won't have to worry about spending all your money before you get a chance to save it. If you save it first, it's out of sight, out of mind. So the seventh bullet point is always take free money. So this means like the 401ks and if an employer offers a match to, of a percentage to your 401k contribution, do it because they and like max it out. So if they offer 3%, if you do like 200 bucks, definitely do that. Definitely. Uh, second to last bullet point here we've got is don't go house crazy. Uh, what's the point of having a big fancy house if after you pay your mortgage bill, you can't afford to save your money or go out and enjoy, and enjoy yourself? So uh, when shopping for a house, it's careful not to overbuy. You don't have to spend every dollar the bank is willing to lend you. The last bullet point, and I think the most important, is protect yourself. So this means whatever your goals are, whatever your future plans are, whatever you're planning for right now even, you always need to protect yourself. So that means life insurance, estate planning. If you already have life insurance, like just go over that plan again, update your will if you need it, because you unfortunately never know what's going to happen. That's true. And you can and you want, yeah, and you want your family to have something as well. Most definitely. Um, and you can use sites like LegalZoom.com to get that will done. You know, sometimes it seems kind of daunting to have to, yeah. <laughs> to like hire like an attorney. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's definitely something that everyone needs to get done sooner yeah. rather than later. So there you have it. There's the nine, our little nine list of personal finance tips. Yeah. Okay. Let's move into the market update. Uh, with the election season in full force, there isn't a lack of entertainment, that's for sure. More people are tuning in to watch the debates than any other reality shows. I'm looking at you, Blake Sheldon. An interesting tidbit about the markets as they relate to elections. Um, in the last 22 elections, the S&P 500 correctly predicted the winner in 19 elections. So how that works is in the three months prior to the election, when the S&P 500 is positive, the incumbent party retains the White House. If, over the course of three months, the returns are negative, the challenging party takes over. So this year, since August 8th through today is October the 14th, the S&P 500 is actually down about 2%. So if this theory holds true, Donald is going to take the White House. What do you think about that? That's an interesting that's concept. A, that, that's a, that's a, it is. It's daunting. <laughs> Well, anyway, so stay tuned and watch the S&P 500 over the next three weeks, and we'll see how it plans out. And that's all we got. Thanks for joining us for What's the Finance. Definitely. We will probably be back with Matt and Eddie next week. Hopefully. But, uh, <laughs> it, was good, it was good talking to you guys. And thanks for bearing with us. Definitely. <laughs> Bye. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Check us out at getwella.com. G-E-T-W-E-L-A dot com. <laughs>